Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Maroney. We hope you are doing well. We have a little bit of a different show this week as uh, the boys and I are taking a week off. Jay and I are currently in beautiful Bandon Dunes battling the wind on a golf trip and not going to have our regularly scheduled show this week, but we did record a great interview last week with Callum Taron, who is currently fighting for his PJ Tour card on the Corn Ferry Tour. And we had a lot of fun, tell some great stories with Boo Weekly, who he's gotten close to, stories of fighting for, you know, every stroke, every dollar, every point on these mini tours, and it can mean so much. So hopefully you enjoy it and get a feel for what life is like and the grind on the mini tour circuit, and it's not as glamorous as, as some people think. So hopefully you enjoy it and have a good time, and we will be back next week. So without further ado, let's kick it off to uh, Mr. Callum Taron. Thank you. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back to the Emergency Nine Golf Podcast. I am Mike, along with the boys, Jay, Tom, and McLean. But tonight we have a special guest joining us live from booming metropolis somewhere in Missouri. From the Price Cutter Charity Championship, Mr. Callum Taron. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks. Very good. Um, yeah, just chilling. Just in, uh, good to be on the podcast with you guys. You, you don't sound like my co-host. You're definitely not from the South in the United States, yeah. that's for sure. Hailing from where? Darlington, England. Is that correct, sir? Yep, Darlington, England. The northeast of England, which is, well, it's yeah, it's pretty far up. Um, it's like an hour from the Scottish border, so the accent is a little bit different. Everyone thinks I'm Irish. or I don't even know where they think I'm from, but they don't think I'm from England. But <laughs> yes, I am. However, though, you hail from Radford University as well, from right here in Virginia, where yes, Jay and myself are. Um, so how, do, how did you get there? How did you get to, to Radford v- University from, from England? Yeah, it was, well, it's one of those, it's kind of simple, really. Um, I decided that I wanted to, I was kind of getting good at golf, played soccer as a kid. Um, Golf kind of started to take over. And I decided, I think I was 16, I was like, right, I want to do this American thing, this American dream everyone talks about. Um, So I decided at 16 that I wanted to, go to college in America um, and how how us, how we international people do that is to apply to an agency um, and they kind of build a portfolio or a bio of your academics, obviously your golf game, all your past and previous results um, and then they put it on this college database and kind of sell you almost like something out of taken, you know what I mean? You just, you just sold to the market. Yeah. And it's, it's whether a golf coach in America wants to take a gamble on you. And that was kind of how it happened. Really. I love that. You said soccer, that you played soccer growing up. Yes, I did. I taken to the American. I love, yeah, well, yeah. When I go home and I, I say soccer in gas station, I get absolutely rinsed. (laughs) <laughs> how'd, your, how'd, your, how'd your boys how'd your boys do uh last week uh, oh, come on come on jay, jay. you can't oh. but i'll tell you what uh, this is like so last week um 
obviously, well, I was I made the cut in Colorado, and I um, wanted to watch the England game, the Euro Championship final, and my tee off time was I think it was ten fifty. They're six, seven hours ahead back in England in Colorado, so it meant that I was going to miss pretty much three quarters of the game. And I'll happily admit that while I was playing, I was watching the game. <laughs> um, I had my phone in my yardage book and I was trying to stream the game. I was on the 14th when it kicked off. and But the only problem was the service was so bad because we're literally in the mountains in Colorado that every other minute it would just freeze. And I was like, what's going on? Um, so I didn't really get to see much of the game, but yeah, it was it wasn't a good day. And then to top it off, uh, Skinzy, a fellow fellow Englishman, yeah, he he got in a playoff. So I was laid in bed, sulking about the result, and I thought, shit, I need to go and support like my fellow countrymen in the playoff. So I quickly got showered and changed and flew to the golf course and he was already on the first his first playoff hole on the green and he made like a a 38 footer for birdie and I was like going crazy and I mean I was like yes Skinzy I was like at least something is coming home because obviously we've been defeated pretty earlier in the day um in a soccer match and then tag riding's fucking rolls it in right on top of him. <laughs> 30 feet, I was like, there is no way this is happening. So then we, um, they go back and unfortunately Skinzy made bogey and Tag made par and that was it. So that was, it was a double, triple whammy. <laughs> Obviously we lost, we lost in the European Championship. Skinzy got beaten in a playoff and then I had one too many drinks while watching Skinzy. <laughs> when I got back to the house, there was a couple of kids out on the front just riding around on these, you know, the stand-on scooters? Yeah. yeah. I said, let, let me have a go at one of them. Oh, so I jumped on it, flew down the drive, and I ended up doing a Superman and literally taking the top of my big toe off on my left foot. <laughs> Jeez. So I was, yeah, I was in a bad way, yeah. Not good. <laughs> Tough night. Uh, Skinzy is a... Uh, uh, a UT grad along with and uh John Scott Rattan, who's a, a buddy of the of the pod, but they yeah, play we know together. we know Skinzy well. We know Skinzy well. We pull for him. I mean, one of the one of the best I mean, I've I've talked about this. People have asked uh this question um in the past, you know, my 15 years playing golf. Like who who are some of the best players that you've played that that we've never heard of? And his name is is on that list, and I hopefully that will change, and he gets he gets onto the PGA Tour, which it sounds like he's in a good spot now. But um, I mean, he is just a talented dude. I mean, he just flushes it, hits it long, great putter. Um, he just does it all well. So we're I'm a I'm a big fan of David. We played a lot. Um, yeah, the last 15 years on the mini tours, and obviously now he's on the Corn Ferry Tour with you. But uh, wish him the best. I hope he I hope he finds a way to. To pull it out. I mean, where where is he at on the money list? He's in a good spot, I think, isn't he? Yeah, I think that second place um, last week kind of, well, he's definitely kept his job for next year and obviously Mm -hmm. propelled him to try and get his PGA Tour card through either the last three events or finals. So, And you are, go ahead. 
No, go ahead. Go on. No, I was saying you were, I mean, you were 41st, made the cut last week and dropped back a couple spots, which is. Yeah. Yeah. But you're in a, um, you're in a good spot. You're one, you're really one top five away from, uh, you know, kind of being right on the cusp. I mean, I know this, they, you always have that, those last three playoff events that they have uh, at the end of the year to try to earn your card that way. But obviously it'd be nice to solidify that um, before the year's end and, and getting that top 25. But how is your, uh, how's your game right now? How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, um, I feel as I've because obviously this this super season over the last two years. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, the last event which should have been Portland last year uh, in Oregon, I was actually inside the number, but obviously there was no graduating class. Yeah. And people are asking me, "How do you feel?" I'm like, "Well, I knew there wasn't a graduating class, so it, my mind was already prepared for this full super season." Um, sure. but I feel as though over this last, well, even over the last two years, the first year was a big learning curve for me out here, even though I didn't think it would be, I, I just thought I'd run into it and I'd be fine, but it is, it's, it's different, different from China. Um, but I would say the last year I've had a solid two seasons out here and I feel as though I'm so close to, yeah, I'm so close to getting there, but at the end of the day, it's so far away. You you have to just put the results on the board every week, you know, you because if you, if you don't, someone else does. Yeah. So it's, it's just, yeah. If you have a bad week, you miss the cut, it's dust yourself off and it's start again, you know, and yeah. I, I feel as though my game right at this minute is probably the best it's ever been. Um, just, I'm in control of, I feel as though I'm in control of a ball. Um, I'm hitting driver good wedging it good it's just the it's the little things the momentum where you hit it in the rough by one yard and you can't make birdie or you you miss a green on a par five and you don't get up and down and just them little teeny things but I don't think I can take too much of that to heart I just have to keep keep plodding away and just see what happens yeah, I mean you I mean without getting too crazy with your stats, I mean you've always I mean even the times that we played um you know in the past, I mean you always you smash your driver and you're you know 13th on the on the uh driving distance list on the on the corn ferry at 3 yeah. 316. So that's obviously one of your strengths. I mean you, you yeah. take advantage of that and and you and you play off of it. But but you're also a great ball striker. I mean you've always I don't think I've ever seen you miss hit it and every time that we played together which I was yeah. a little jealous of, but, but those are the, the, you know, like you said, those are the strengths. You said you, you've got control over your ball and, and we've talked about a lot on this podcast. We feel that, you know, the, being able to take advantage of, you know, tee to green, that's where you can gain the most strokes. And, and I think that what you do now is going to set you up for the PGA tour a hundred percent. I mean, hitting it 315, <laughs> averaging 315 off the tee and, you know, hitting 71% of your greens, you keep doing that week in and week out. Like you said, it's just a matter of just putting the results all together in the end, and and there you are with your PGA Tour card at the end of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big stat guy. I don't really. I look at. I did. The, I did decade for a while. I inputted all the information, and mm-hmm. I, I think I'm just. I, I I'm one of them players that I know without doing stats where I'm falling off. Each week, if you get what I'm saying. For instance, yeah. last week in um, in Springfield, Illinois, 
I mean, I drove it like an absolute animal. I mean, I was just bombing it in the fairway all the time. And even my proximity from the hole, just writing my proximity down in my yardage book, I went back and just had a quick look. I mean, it was insane. I would have gained four or five or six or seven strokes proximity to the hole from the fairway, but then I didn't make enough putts. Yeah. So it's like one of them weeks, touch wood, my, my putter does get hot. And I am quite a streaky putter. Um, if that if that gets hot, then I feel as though... Yeah, I think, and I don't mean to sound like a big-headed idiot, but I think it could be blown out the water, like win by five or six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no, that that, but again, that's I know you're not a stat guy, but the for us people, uh, for the outsiders looking in, you're you're exactly right. We we look at those stats and we're like, you know, all the stats are there. If you yeah. like, you said, if you do, if you're hitting the ball three fifteen off the tee and you're hitting 72 percent of your greens, and you do get hot with your putter. Then, yeah. then there's not a whole lot of people that are going to beat you. Um, so, which yeah. is promising, you know. I think you're in a good spot. I mean, we're uh, we're obviously pulling for you. I mean, it sounds like you, you you're in a good spot mentally with with where your game is. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm almost just. I know this sounds. I'd rather be in the top 25 right now, but I'm not being funny. There's three events left in the regular season. The guys who haven't already graduated um, with their points total, I mean, I the hundred percent feeling the pressure, you know. Yeah. And then the guys outside of that, in in a certain margin, so let's say, okay, guys in the top fifty, so twenty five to fifty, if you can have a good week or good two weeks, and just be aggressive, and that's how I feel I can play right now because I've locked my card up for next year. I'm I'm into finals. Um, and I've got nothing to lose, really. Yeah. I've got everything to gain. But I think if you're in that, obviously it would be a nice position to be in because you're in, in control of your own destiny. But some of them guys are going to fall out of that top 25. 100%. And some guys from outside the 25 are going to are going to push themselves in. Yeah. And I just feel as though that, yeah, I mean, it's just all, all out yeah. of tax. That's going to be you. Yeah, I mean, you can say it. You can say that's going to be. Yeah, and I like that. I'd, I like I'd like to. I'd like to think so. I mean, <laughs> but you've, you have you have to do it. You know, I mean. Yeah. I felt as though Colorado is a golf course that suits me. When I, last year I came third, I think I lost by two to Zalatoris. Obviously, great player went on to do just insane things. Um, yeah. And I went there this year thinking that that golf course is just made for me, and it was. It, it still is. I just didn't I did, I had two weeks off um previous and I was just a teeny bit rusty. Tee to green. I balled out again, but just didn't make enough putts. And if once that putter gets hot for me, I think I'm I'm ready to rock. You're gonna beat that ass. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta ask, as you know, being from England. You know, you said you wanted to come over and live the American dream. Was the was the PGA Tour always your goal? You know, I know you went through PGA Tour China to get your Corn Ferry card and PGA Tour. Was there ever a thought doing Challenge Tour and, and Euro Tour? Um, you know what? Um, as a, I'm a massive sports fan. Like I watch, I watch soccer. I watch PGA Tour. If that's not on, I watch tennis. If that's not on, and it's always just sports for me. And as a kid. From the age of, I'd say, 12, all the way to now, I watched golf non-stop. 
as soon as I finish playing golf, I'm home. I've switched the PGA Two wrong. Or if the European Two is on when I'm over here, I turn it on when I wake up and I watch it. And I'll happily admit that the PGA Tour is where we all want to be. Um, and yeah, it was. It's always been a goal of mine to be a PGA Tour player. And when I went to China, obviously, I'll admit that when I took the journey to China, it was just, it was just somewhere to play. Really, it was. It was a, a tour that um, offered more money as winnings, and it was a massive leap of faith. Really, uh, the tours back in England that lead to the Challenge Tour. I mean, I'm not. It doesn't. They don't really appeal to me. I wanted to test my game. At the end of the day, I wanted to travel. Um, so the PGA Tour of China obviously was probably the fastest way to the PGA Tour through the Corn Ferry Tour. So that that just appealed to me straight away. You know that that's I don't I, I'm I'm going to comment on that just because I you know I kind of obviously did that whole that whole scene and 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 to I wouldn't say it's a flaw of mine, but it was it was a. I w- it was in a different situation, you know, you, I think one of your strengths and in, in, in knowing you, so he, so Callum played golf with my little brother, Paul, Woody, you guys call him. Yeah. Um, but they played together and you can tell right from the get go when, when we would play together, I'd come down and visit them at Radford, which is a blast by the way. <laughs> but you could tell right away that he had a fearlessness about him. And I think that's that's what separates guys who make it and guys who don't make it. They have this sense of fearlessness, not in terms of being reckless, but, you know, what? I'm willing to take whatever risk I have to take. Uh, and you traveling to China is was the best. And I wish I could have done that because the PJ Tour China wasn't available when I first came came out on, you know, on the scene and started playing. But it was there later, but I had a family, I had kids, and I was like, I can't go to, I can't go to China, I can't yeah. go over there, you know. But the fact that you said, you know what, this is, what is the end goal? And I think this can apply to whether you're a amateur golfer trying to go to from a ten handicap to a five handicap, or you're trying to, you know, whatever it is, get on the PGA Tour. You just got to yep. tell yourself what's the end goal, and then you work your way back. How am I going to get there? And you're basically had that fearlessness to be like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to go to China what place that I don't know, but I know that that's the best place and the best way for me to advance to the next tour and to get to the corn Ferry to get to the PGA tour. Cause that's the end goal. And I don't know. It's kudos. Cause I, there's a couple other guys uh, that did that. Joey lane is a, a yep. Joey, the uh, yep. did the same Joey. thing. And he's a yep. absolute unbelievable ball striker similar to you. He did the same thing, and he's he's out there with you. So, I mean, he's a, he's a great player, but it, it, it's 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 a scary thing to go. I mean, if you're if you know <clears throat> grow up in the in the states and you've never been outside of the U.S. or whatever country you're from, and to go to to China halfway across the world and to to you know put all your eggs in one basket like that. I mean, you, it. But that's what it takes. You know, if you want to yeah. be the best, you've got to be willing to put yourself in these uncomfortable in the uncomfortable situations, and obviously, it, it paid off and. I mean, maybe a little bit of skill probably helped too, right? Yeah, I mean, I always remember the the, the how it how it came around. I mean, there was a um, an English player, ex Walker Cup player um, called Michael Skelton, um, yep. who had became 
quite friendly with, and he's he will he will be fine with me saying this, but he's a fruit kick. He's crazy. <laughs> but he's the most talented golfer I've ever seen in my life. He's the best, he is the number one range player in the world. No one will beat him. <laughs> and uh we played one day, this was like 2015 in the winter, and I said, What's your plans for next year? He said, Oh, I'm going to China. And I said, What do you mean? I laughed at him because I was thinking this is one of Skelly's wonderful, weird ideas that his head's just got away with him and he's with the fairies again. And um, I looked when I got home, I did some research. I was like, holy shit, the, like the prize money's pretty good for, for a third, third level tour. Um, yeah. So I texted him, I said, right, I'm coming to China with you, just on, on a whim. So I entered Q school um, and I always remember it was, a point where I had not much money and I was I put it on a credit card. I think it was like 2,900 pounds, which was a lot because I had nothing. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to sit. If I want to be a professional golfer, I can't just sit at home and expect somebody to come and say, right, there's 50 grand, go and play golf. So I took that risk and went to Q school and I finished third, I think, uh, got a full card and then I never looked back. It's crazy. Yeah. That, that's that's what it, I think that's the coolest shit right there. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you guys are into golf. I mean, I, I kind of dipped into it, never, not to the level that he is, but, you know, that's what it takes when you get to that. You're at the bottom. And you're, I, I shouldn't say you're at the bottom, but in terms of a monetary value, I mean, monetary standpoint, you're like, I have, yeah. I've got nothing. This you know, is my, no yeah, money. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You just got to say, right. you just got to say, hell with it. I'm going to take a chance. I'm going, <laughs> hell, I'm going to China. I'm going to yeah. China and I'm going to do it. And you finished third at Q school. And then you, did you win the order of merit over there or whatever well, they call it, was, it? it? Yeah, it was. So the, the, in 2016, um, obviously first year, um, I always remember I played the first six events. It was like a six event streak. And then there was three weeks off. So it was like six weeks out there. I'll have three weeks at home. And that first six weeks, I, kept, I made every cut, um, but I kept finishing 50th, 42nd, 38th, just at the back end of the yeah. of the prize money. So I, I think I broke even for that first six weeks. I was like, okay. But I felt so comfortable out there. Yeah. And um it was a 14 event season. I went back out after the six weeks. I think I played four weeks in a row after that. Um, and I I had like an eighth, a twelfth, sixteenth, and a twentieth. So I was like, oh, that's better. Yeah. And then there was a another break, and it was the final four events of the season, and uh, I finished second, second, eighth, second. So I was like, "Holy, sh- holy shit!" Like, That'll work. I've went, I've went from being, I don't know, let's say thirtieth on the on the money list. I finished, I actually finished seventh on that fir- my first year, but I wasn't really clued up with Q school entries and how to do all that, well, not how to do it, but when you had to enter and what's, because obviously there was cutoff points for different stages of where you were in the order of merit. Um, so I actually missed out because I didn't enter final stage of Corn Ferry or web.com back then. I couldn't go, even though I qualified. <laughs> so that was the first season, but you know what? Obviously it was my first full season of being a professional. I was like... I've had a good year. I've earned some decent money. I mean, not not decent, but it was enough to... I was happy, you know? Yeah. And uh, so then after I'd 
everyone was like, I can't believe you haven't entered Corn Ferry Q School. I was like, it's fucking five grand, like, and the rest. Might be even 10 by the time I fly over and fly yeah. back. I was like, yeah. I didn't know. Um, so then 17, um, due to the Chinese government and whatever happened, but they they blocked the PGA Tour for um, for a full season. So I played the PGA, sorry, the CGA Tour, which they somehow managed to um, run this tour through the Chinese Golf Association. And they managed to secure a full European tour card if you won the Order of Merit, which was just mind-boggling because at the end of the day, I'll happily admit it, um, they shouldn't have a full European tour card and offer for the standard of play. I mean, there's obviously good players out there, um, but there's a lot of people who can't play golf. Um, <laughs> as long as they, as long as they're professionals, I have a job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll cut that short cause it's a long old story, but it came <laughs> down to the final event, the final round, the final event of the season. So one guy, his name's Rak Cho. He's, he's a South Korean American, um, lives out in California. He started, he, he started the season like win, win, second win. So his lead was crazy, but then he he struggled for a while. So there was myself and an Australian, Bryden McPherson. Um, Rack missed the cut in the final event. It was a double point event. And um, we were, I was in the second last group and Bryden was in the final group. And one of us had to win to win the order of merit. And Bryden finished second, I finished third. So that was the second season. Pretty crazy. Uh, came down came down to the wire. Bryden actually lost in the playoff with the Chinese guy. Otherwise, he'd have won, won the Order of Merit and got himself a European tour card. So then in 2018, the PGA Tour managed to secure a deal with the Chinese Golf Association and run, I think they signed a three-year contract to run the tour again. And it was a pretty much same deal. Um, Charlie Saxon, you've probably heard of that name. Yep. He came out and I think he went win, second, 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 win or something. So his lead was crazy. He, yeah. he, he pretty much won the order of merit without even doing anything. Yeah. And that season, I think I had, I just chipped away and I was always up there, there, thereabouts. Um, and I had, I think it was eight seconds. Which obviously is pretty good, but could never get it. O- could never get it over the line. It's just so strange. Eight, something that, eight seconds in the yeah. in that season. Yeah, something that would always happen. Someone that I would shoot eight under in the final round, or I'd make a double at the sixteenth hole. It was just, and then it came down to the final event in Hong Kong. Charlie had a however many point lead, and. Uh, the Hong Kong, this golf course, Clearwater Bay is the best golf course you'll ever play. It's the most incredible place in the world. And me and Charlie, obviously, well, we did, there was like press conferences and all this fun stuff. And I was guaranteed to be in the top five. So I knew I was going to be graduating to Corn Ferry. But if you finish two to five, you're not guaranteed anything. I think you get the first four events of the season, then you have yep. to reshuffle. Yep. Anyway, um, I'd flew a caddy out for the last four events, one of my good friends, James Moore. Um, and I said, look, I want to try and win this order of merit. So he was in China with me. My girlfriend came out to Hong Kong and played the first two rounds. I think we shot 67, 71. 
Then I get paired with Charlie in the fourth round, third round. So we play. I shot four under, Charlie shot four over. So obviously we'd, I'd separated myself from him, but I, did, I honestly didn't know what I needed to do to win the Order of Merit. I thought, that, I thought it was already done. So then we come to the final round and my caddy's like, look, let's just go out and go crazy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so ended up, ended up shooting 60, 62 course record, eight under. And I get to the final hole to par five and everyone sat behind the green, like all the players, all the volunteers, all the staff. And I made birdie and um, Charlie sat there and he's just completely, and he won't mind me saying this, like he's got the most sunburnt neck in the world. He looks it's incredible. His neck is so red, but then his face is just like, he's just seen a ghost. And someone ran up to me and said, you've done it. You've done it. I'm like, I've done what? They're like, you won it. I said, won what? There was a guy behind me who had a three-shot lead on me. But I'd been, I'd went from, I don't know, 20th to second on my own with shooting eight under. So I'd moved right through the leaderboard. And uh, Charlie sat there, he came, he came over and shook my hand. He's like, well done, bud. And then someone confirmed that I'd, because I'd came second on my own and Charlie had finished outside the top 24 um i'd won the order of merit in china i was like what the f-? i was like what the fuck just happened oh that's a, that's a full so that's a full corn fairy card to win the order yeah. of merit. pga tour yeah. china pga fully tour exempt. latin america or pga tour canada if you win the order of merit you have you're fully exempt in every single corn fairy event which is yeah absolutely in, insane it's huge so i was planning on going to q school in the december this is november the 27th so I was planning on flying home for a week and then flying to Q school just to obviously try and improve my ranking so I get off like you say it was just insane that this PGA Tour China um, communications guy came over and he's like yeah you've won the order of merit by $200 I was like holy <laughs> fuck <laughs> holy shit as soon as, I, as soon as I heard that I had, a, I had two beers in my hand I was just double fist and I was like yeah, absolutely <laughs> Right, let the party begin. Yeah, and uh, but it was, it was so. It just, I don't, I can't even explain it now. It was just so weird. I felt like I'd done something wrong. I felt like <laughs> I'd taken something away from someone um, that had been promised it. If that makes sense, yeah, sure. Um, because he'd he performed like an absolute beast all year. Well, for the first few events, but then I'd performed more consistently over the year. Um, and I've just felt like I'd taken it away from him, just stole it from him. And it was, a, I don't know. I felt flat. It was weird. <laughs> oh, but, but at the it's same time, story. what a, what a sense of like, that's, that's, bro, relief that's so great, man. It's yeah, a great story. To not have to go to final stage. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the bonuses, but as I've been out here for a few years now, um, I've kind of learned that if you, finish in one of them top five positions or two, three, four, and five, that if it was me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Q school. I'd take my chances in them four events to reshuffle because you've got to, at the end of the day, you have to, obviously it's $5,000 to, yeah. to enter and then you've got to get there. And then if you finish from 
what is it? I think it's 11 to 40. You're only guaranteed the first eight. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, it's strange. I mean, sometimes, yeah, that, I mean, that's... I had to go to Q school after my first year out here, and I probably didn't need to, but I did just yeah. because I didn't finish well enough. And, yeah, it's it's one of them. I think if someone said to you, Jay, right, you've got, or can't ferry two starts and you remember, or you can pay 10 grand to go to Q school, what would you do? I think you'd say, well, I'm going to take my chances in them four events to have a good week and make yeah. a couple of cuts and have a good finish. And then you reshuffle. This re- The reshuffle is just mine. It's crazy. It is. Every I four mean, events, there's a reshuffle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I t- talk a little bit about, I mean, and they've already heard my side of it, but you're, you're, you're there right now. But t- talk about how crazy... I mean, you've been to Q school a couple of times. Talk, I mean, that that final stage is it's your whole year. It's your it's your career for that year. Like, what are you gonna do? Where are you gonna play? I mean, the the amount of pressure that is on you, whether you like it or not, it's there. Yeah. And you, you do everything you can. You try to play these mind tricks with yourself to tell yourself that it's not that big of a deal, it's not that important, but it is. I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, <clears throat> I finished um so my first year out here. Ended up finishing 81, 81 on the money list. Top 75 obviously keeps a full card on this tour. So I in, in Portland, um, last event of the season, I missed the cut by one. If I made the cut, I'd have kept my card. So it's, I can't even, it's just a strange feeling. Like I flew home after Portland. So I missed the cut and I flew home. Soon as I missed the cut, I was out there. I was, I was so, not pissed, I was just so disappointed. I flew home and I was like, can't believe that. But once <laughs> I was away from, once I was away from it, as in once I'd left the event and I'd packed my stuff up and got home, I'd kind of accepted that I had, I didn't have a good year. And I was like, right, I've got to go back to Q school. Um, but because I finished uh, 81st, so from 75 to 75, to 85. 76, 76 to 85 get yeah. to final stage. Yeah. 85 to 100 skip first stage, get to second stage. So I was lucky enough to get to final stage. Um, I mean, the five grand still stings a lot. Yeah. Because it's it's not cheap. But but you you eliminate, I mean, at least going to final stage, you, you put yourself in a much better position than... Yeah, correct. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a funny story about final stage. I mean, it was at Orange County National in um, Orlando, Florida, and went there that week. And I was cruising. I was, this is insane. I was, uh, I was four under through through twelve. I looked at the leaderboard and I'm, I'm seventh. I'm like, yeah, this is. I'm cruising. <laughs> Golf course that really suits me. You just send yeah. it off the tee. It's, just it's, send it's per- it. It's perfect. And it's the Panther it's, and the what is it? The Panther and the crooked, crooked cat. Cat, yeah. And there's not much trouble. You can actually just ship it, you know. And so I was, and I always remember. So I play. I can't remember which nines we played. How like which was the first, which was the back. So I'm through twelve, and I'm just cruising. Anyway, I miss a green on this long par four. One, two. It's the, actually it's the I was four under through eleven. 12th hole, my 12th hole, I missed the green, chipped it up, missed it, so I dropped a shot. Par three next, hit it on the green, three-putted, dropped another shot, and then there's this, like, 
easy asshole. It's like you can either hit three iron wedge or you can hit driver lob wedge. And I hit driver, toe ended it, hit a tree, lost ball, went out of bounds. Uh-huh. So I went bogey, bogey, double, par. And then this weather front came in and there's a, it's probably the hardest hole on the golf course. It's like um, you hit three wood and then you've got like a 225 shot over this marshland that you have to cover the 225 number to get to the green. It's like an island green. Anyway, I've flared my tee shot, ended up making seven. So I've dropped one, two, three, four. I've dropped, yeah, I've dropped a lot. I'm over, I'm now. Seven shots. Yes. And then, so my head is just absolutely spinning. And then I've three putted my, my, my 17th hole for bogey. So I'm now, I've been three under. I think I'm, was I four over or five over? And then I've made a good par at my 18th hole um, to shoot. I think I was, I think I was second last in the field and scoring. So I was came off, and this is the only time, and I'll happily admit it, that I've actually had tears with golf. Like it doesn't golf doesn't really bother me. I mean, I just if I shoot if I shoot over par, I just dust myself off, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Sure. I'll shoot under par tomorrow. It's fine. Yeah. But this is the only time I just felt like, obviously, it was the most important week of the year, like you said, and I've just shit myself. Yeah. Um, I remember calling my coach. I was like, well enough on the phone. I was like, I don't know what I've done. I can't believe this. He's like, look, it's fine. Go and shoot six under tomorrow and you'll you'll be back in it. And uh, went out there, shot six under, back in it. <laughs> shot six under the third round, back in it. And I shot six under the final round and I'd finished. Jeez. Yeah. I, I just went crazy for three rounds. So I made, I made, I think I was in the number by two in the end. That's but incredible. at the end of the day, like you said, who knows where I'd be now if I'd not done that, you know, if yeah. I'd have not shot six, 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 I could be stacking shelves at a supermarket. I don't know. Who knows? You could be plunging toilets with me. As Mike Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it is crazy because I don't know. I mean, hopefully I never have to go back to Q school ever again because it's yeah. not a nice place. And Shit on every that. year. Shit on every, that. I, I did it yeah. 14 times. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, every year there's someone that finishes outside the number or someone who finishes inside. It's just, it is brutal. It really is. It's like the top 75. I mean, they keep, they keep posting pictures of these people who are 74, 75, 76. I'm like, what the, f- what are you doing? Like, yeah. it's obviously, it's content for the PGA tour, but. But it makes it I, more, yeah. If I was, harder. if I was in that position, I'd unfollow them straight away. I wouldn't want to see that. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It's just, just adding to the stress level. Oh yeah. And I seen one the other day and one of the guys who was. 76 he's like oh thanks for reminding me i was thinking holy <laughs> fuck like it's just not good but that's golf uh, yeah i mean you're right i mean it's everyone's like oh you, you know how many times do you get this when you're out and uh you're playing or a family or friend and you play poorly and they're like oh it's just it's just a game it's just a, and it's like I, you know, hey, I understand that you think it's just a game, but this is my job. This is yeah. my, this, yeah. this would be like you going to work and you maybe, you don't, you know, submit your report on time to your boss and you, you know, mess up and don't do something right. And they're like, they, 
all right, you can't work for the for the next year. I mean, they, <laughs> it's, that's pretty much what it is. And I don't think people is. they don't they don't they don't you know grasp that the same, and they don't relate it to what they do. And it's just so performance based. Like you either perform or you don't perform. Yeah, that's and, that's that's the knife that's the knife yeah. edge, isn't it? And yeah, at the end of the um, day, they. I tell you what is funny these these people you play with in proams or just people fans and they just they think our lives they think we're all millionaires for one. Oh yeah, and they think we're all uh, great golfers and we don't go through these struggles. It's like, bud, just please, just please try and get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, and it's it it is tough because obviously they just see it from such a small lens. Yeah, they're playing with us in a proam and. We're hitting it down the middle, we're hitting it on the green. They're like, oh, this guy's the best things in sliced bread. But, um, <laughs> or, or as McLean would say, what did you say earlier? He knows how to cut the mustard. What would you say? <laughs> your your mic also, also the cat's pajamas. The, cat. the cat's pajamas. <laughs> these are these are these are these southern cues that we use. But anyway, I, I don't understand them, Callum. So don't yeah, worry about it. But whatever. But um Anyway, on a lighter note, baby coming in three weeks. Three weeks, man. I'm yeah, Holy three weeks. Are you oh, are you ready for that? Shit's getting yeah. real now. <laughs> well, I don't really you know, like I said before, you know what's funny is obviously I've been out here all season pretty much. I fly home for the odd week or two weeks here and there. But I want to say this it's out of sight, out of mind, you know what I mean? I mean, when I'm on the road, it's just like She's at home. She's she's doing great, and we speak on the phone. And she doesn't even. She's. I mean, we talk about it, but it just no. It doesn't feel real. It's only going to feel real when it's Changing probably that first really shitty sick. diaper. Yeah, yeah you it's get probably shit pretty, on your arm. Probably, yeah, exactly. Good, and then you rub it. And then you rub it on your nose. And you're like, <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real deal right there, bud. I know it is, uh, but um, as of right it. now, it's. It's three, yeah, three weeks away. It's, and it's insane because obviously it's coming to the most important part of the season for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm in that sweet spot of where I could, if I have a couple of good weeks, I can get in that 25. And then if not, it's final final three events where the golf courses suit me and I feel as though I can do pretty well out on them. Um, but you've got to throw a baby or giving birth into a mix and getting <laughs> home and coming back. So it's, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's all up in the air, but you know what? I'm just embracing it. It's, it's, yeah. I'll be fine. So yeah, where, where, where's your fiance? Is she in? Is she, back in England. Back in England. Back in England. Oh, so it's not like you, you catch no. her like a red eye or something to get home. I mean, you are. No. You she's, are. Uh, she's asked me a few times, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> What do you want me to say? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Like, you can't tell me when the exact time you're going to give birth. So I can't tell you when I'm going to come home. But she'll, I think what we've, agree, well, we've agreed on is when it's time, I'm going to have to fly home. And yeah. if I'm leading an event by five, well, that's the decision I've got to make at that time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Man, I hope I hope, you win. I hope you win this week. So that's not an issue. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, that's that's. Well, um, I've I've said that all season. I'm like, look, my goal is to wrap up my card before the final events, and then it's that's it. 
Yeah. But it hasn't happened right now, and hopefully it does. But yeah, we'll just keep playing and see what happens. Well, good luck to you there, man. Yeah. Thanks, I, I think I think you're going to finish up strong. Um, like I said, I think it, a lot of it just stems from that fearlessness. And you, you, I think you don't need any advice from me, but I, I just as a someone look, watching you and the, watching your personality, uh, knowing you for the last 10 years, I think that's I think that's your that's your strength. I know you, you drive the ball a long way. And you're a great iron player, but I think you have that that sense of fearlessness and I and you guys can comment I mean as as spectators we like watching these guys who just go out there like a Brooks Kepka, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson they just don't they know what they're capable of they're ultra confident and they just they they don't care about messing up they don't care about losing because they only are focused on winning and winning yeah 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 and it's like you get that mindset and you're like you know what I can do this you know I yeah. I can and I will do this and I think that's, I think the 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 champions on in, in this game, that's what they have, or any sport really. I mean, they they yeah. have that sense of fearlessness where they they don't fear losing; they only focus on winning uh, at all costs. But um, I know I did have, and I don't know if you guys have anything else to say, but I did. I wanted to hear, I want to hear one good story about Boo Weekly. I know you've been, I know you've been <laughs> rooming with him over the past couple of years. What I mean, we see the character Boo, Boo Weekly. Do you, you say Boo Weekly? Boo Weekly, yeah. yeah. So Callum Boo. has roomed with Boo quite a bit, haven't you? Over the last couple of yeah, years, yeah, 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 yeah. Boo, Boo's an absolute fucking legend, by the way. <laughs> he, you know what's funny? What what is funny about this situation is who would put an Englishman, a north from north northeast England, with uh, Boo Weekly? It's 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 a mismatch, really. But we kind of met. <laughs> In um, it was I tell you when it was. It was in Sarasota in 2019 when I had my English buddy cutting for me. We just rocked up to the first tee uh, for a practice round, and Boo was there. And I was like, oh. I was starstruck. I was like, it's fucking Boo Weekly. <laughs> He's like, ask him if he can play with him. I was like, hey, do you mind if we join you? He's like, yeah, yeah, little buddy, come on up. <laughs> so anyway, we 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 went over and. Um, we teed off on this first hole and there's this huge lake on the right-hand side of the tee shop. We walk, I don't know, 100 yards off the tee and he starts making these noises. And I'm like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> and he's like going, <laughs> making these alligator noises. And this alligator swims from the middle, middle of the pond all the way over to him and staring at him. And I videoed this. I've got this on video, this whole thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm calling the I'm call, calling the lady alligator. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, they, they respond to this noise. So anyway, this this gator came all the way up to him. It's six feet from him, and he's just making this noise. He's, it's almost like he's talking to this alligator. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> this guy's a legend. And uh, anyway, we we played nine holes, and he, he's just such a legend. He's such a good character. Um, and then after that. We would play pretty much every week when we could, when he played and when he wasn't not playing, he was on the PGA Tour and when he came back and then all of a sudden, next few weeks, we'd start rooming together. He'd book this house and he's like, hey, buddy, do you want to stay with me? And I'm just like, sure. I can't I can't say no, it's big. He's, he's an absolute <laughs> legend. And then we went, used to go on fishing trips, like he'd teach me how to fish. So we every every event, obviously there's a, there's a lake on the golf course or a pond yeah. And he's like, right, 
play in the morning, nine holes. And he's like, right, get your fishing rod ready, buddy. We're going fishing. <laughs> so he'd have his backpack and we'd have beers and fish. And he's just, it's just insane. What an absolute legend of a guy. That's so awesome. <laughs> he's I mean, a legend. How, how good of a ball striker is Boo Weekly, by the way? Oh, fl- I've got videos of him from just when playing with him. Just, and he, he will say, oh, no, I'm not like I used to be, but I'm telling you now, it's just absolutely flush. It's just, you know, when you just, you can just hear it. It's just like yeah. pressure on the golf ball and it just mm-hmm. stays in the air with the right spin, the right flight, the right shape. And it's just, it's unbelievable. And I mean, you want to see the golf clubs he was using. It was just, he made them himself. He, he got them <laughs> from a brand, all these different brands like Callaway, Titleist and, he said, yeah, but he said, I, I get in my, uh, he obviously has a, a setup back home and he like bends them and tweaks them and shaves them down. And it's just, honestly, these things, he had this, he had this set of, I think it was Callaway irons at the time. And he'd somehow managed to produce the um, offset in them. And I was like, they were like literally button irons. So, you know, like when you have the hosel and it, it hosel yeah. like goes into the neck. These yeah. things had nothing. It was just like a straight line all the way down. I was like, why do you have them? He's like, well, Bird, he's like, uh, I like to fade my short irons and draw my long irons. And, he, <laughs> and that's what he did. That's what he did. It was just, honest. It, he, he, he was so good. Uh, so good. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he, um, awesome. I seen him a few weeks back, actually. He came out to Destin. And he just had hip surgery and... Um, he came out and seen me and watched watch me for a few holes and he's such a legend. Honestly, he really is. What a what a guy. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I haven't heard too many, haven't heard too many bad boo weekly stories. I mean, that's this is just adds icing to the cake. <laughs> I'll tell you what we need to do. I need to text him and get him on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We, yes. we would we yeah. would love that. Imagine he, that. He's a character. I mean, yeah, we 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 cross paths once or twice. I know obviously him, he wouldn't remember me, but um yeah, we we crossed paths a few times, but he is a. Uh, I mean, what a what a winner! Like he is so funny, dude. I love. Oh, that hey, guy. he is an absolute. I mean, some of and, the, and he's some of the he, stories. He's a lot. Just, he's a lot smarter than he 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 likes to portray that kind of. But he's a oh, he's a oh, he sharp does. dude. Yes, he is. He is as sharp as you think. He, he's, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And I've seen him put. I've seen him play up to that. That dome like country uh bumpkin is like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but then I've seen him just annihilate people just yeah. with his sharpness. And it's yeah. just like, where did that come from? Super yeah. witty. He's super yeah, witty. Oh, he's, he's 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 incredible. I tell you, <laughs> I've I mean, I need to tell this story because it's it's incredible. Um I don't know if I should, but I'm gonna do it. You do it, do, do it. it, do it, do it. So we're in I can't remember where we were. We're in might have been, I was in Kansas City. Um, anyway, long story short, he gets, comes off uh, after after his second second 18, he comes off and someone from the drugs testing agency is waiting for him. Who, <laughs> you got a drugs test? And he's like, hell no, I haven't. He's like, yeah, you have. <laughs> so anyway, go and signs his scorecard and he... Uh, think so you've got a two-hour window to provide your sample of urine um so boo knew that not that he was i don't i don't think he i don't think he was scared or anything but he just playing with the guy yeah so 
comes out of score and the guy's like, right, are you ready? He's like, no, little buddy. He's like, no, come with me. He's like, we're going to drink some beers. <laughs> so Boo takes him to the truck. I'm not sure if Jay, you know what the truck is. Yeah. Takes him to the truck for two hours and just sends <laughs> sends about 15 beers down his neck. And the guy's like, hey, buddy. He's like, so Boo's like, hey, buddy, how long we got? And the guy's like, 20 minutes. And he's like, yep, I'm going to keep drinking. Keep drinking. And the guy said to him at the end, he said, hey, you know what? He said, if you, um, you might dilute your, your urine too much if you drink too many beers. And he's like, hey, buddy, that's not my problem. It's yours. <laughs> and he just kept this, he kept this guy there for two hours, just the full two hours. And then he went and gave a sample. <laughs> oh, it was just, it's unbelievable. He's just a legend. <laughs> that's great. That's something Jay would do. Yeah, yeah, right. I wish I was that was that smart. I wish that was that funny. <laughs> yeah, I had one this year in Vegas, and well, good job I needed a wee. But it was just, yeah, he's just that's when his wit comes out, you know, like this sense of humor. He's like, "Come on, then!" Like, I don't yeah. need to give this sample right now. Whereas I was like, "Yeah, come on, I'll do it right away." Get it over I with. In, yeah, I went in there and did it in about two seconds, and I was like, "That's it, it's done." But Boo <laughs> just kept him there for two hours. Just. <laughs> Made him wait. Unreal. Because <laughs> he could. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's great. That's great. So I got to ask, how, how, was the, uh, how was the open at Pebble a couple oh, of years ago? What the, uh, that was, that was the, the highlight of my, well, yeah, I'd say highlight of my career up to date. It was just incredible. Um, and that's, Pebble's such a special place. Um, got, I got super lucky um, in regards to accommodation. Uh, Jay's brother actually came Paul um, yeah. so qualified at Stream Song and the lady was like oh it's, you're looking at 10-15 grand to stay at Pebble I was like what? 10-15 <laughs> grand? I was like no I'm not even going to play <laughs> <laughs> so anyway I messaged the player relations um, team from the USGA and I said look play on the corn ferry I need some accommodation what do you have? The guy said, oh, we have this hotel. And I just said, oh, well, sometimes on the conference, we have um, host families. Do you know anybody who's looking to do that? Anyway, I was about to pull the trigger on renting an RV for the week. And this guy gets back to me. He's like, oh, look, I've got a house a mile away from the driving range. Brand new house. It used to be the director of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. He's willing to he's willing to put you up a guy named Rich Patterson, absolute great fella. Um, and so we ended up staying with him and just, it was the best week, best week I've ever had. It was just awesome. Um, it was just insane. I'm just getting a top of a wine here, boys. There you go. Yeah. Top it off. Yeah. So, thanks, Megan. Thank you. Um, um that, so yeah, it was just, that's just an awesome week, yeah. That's that's incredible. I mean, that that golf course. I know my, you know, you just talked about my little brother Paul. He just went out and did a little little golf trip with his buddies um, last. I've seen it. It looked. And he, it brought so many memories back. It yeah. was awesome. I mean, just being in that event. I mean, playing in the USGA event. Obviously, the Open, one of the the. I mean, <laughs> the biggest event that we have in our country. Yeah. Um, it's just got to be incredible. I mean, and. You had flashes of, of, of good things that week too. So it wasn't like Oh yeah. Um so I mean it was a straight it was a strange one because I played the um 
the BMW Pro-Am in South Carolina the week before, missed the cut. And I said to my caddy, I was like, right, let's fly. Let's get there early. So we flew on Sunday, I think. And we flew from, we drove to Atlanta, Atlanta to San Francisco. And then we were supposed to fly down from San Francisco to Monterey, the small airport. Anyway, we were just literally sat down on the plane for a 20-minute flight from San Francisco to Monterey Airport. And someone who deplaned the flight just 10 minutes before dropped the, you know, the, the plug off an iPhone? Yeah. They dropped that in the doorway. So when they were shutting the door of the airplane, it wouldn't close. And whoever tried to slam the door didn't know it was there. So it bent the door well. So oh. that it, it wouldn't keep the, uh, the what's it, the... Um, it wouldn't keep it secure, like airtight. Yeah, it wouldn't keep the pressure in the in the airplane. So when they shut the door, the pressure dropped, and they were like, "Oh, we've got a problem." So anyway, I mean, we got off the flight, waited for two hours, and they were like, "Oh, the flight's cancelled." Four hundred seventy-five dollar Uber to <laughs> where I was staying. So this was at ten p.m. Took by the time we waited two hours, I got there at two thirty a.m. I had to wake this guy up who I'd never met. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on? No golf clubs, no suitcase. And they were like, oh, your golf clubs will be sent tomorrow morning. So that was Sunday. This is went went to Monterey Airport Monday morning. And they were like, uh, oh, your golf clubs have been sent to New Jersey. And I was like, oh, thanks. That's, that's, that's a fucking, that's a massive helper. I'm only playing in my first major. I know, so then... I got them on Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Oh, so yeah. oh. I had, listen, this is funny as well. I had a, I went went to the Titleist truck and they built me a brand new, same set, exactly the same, which is awesome because y- you know how good these companies are these days. Yeah. They've got all everything on file. But they didn't have a tour bag for me. So I had, I had a, um, a, it was a Titleist tour bag, but it had PGA support on the writing. <laughs> so my caddy's parked next to Tiger's bag on the, on the putting green. And he's taking pictures of this PGA <laughs> two support bag next to Tiger's bag and Dustin's bag. And I'm like, what? Stop it. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't do that. And he's like, yeah, it's all for the memories. And I'm like, you're an idiot. That, um, <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, Did Tiger or Joey ever look over like, what, what the hell are you guys doing? What's no, well, I don't, no, I was so embarrassed. I kept walking. I was like, stop fucking with your camera. I was like, stop doing that. What are you doing? He's like, it's funny. I was like, it's not. No, it's not. Um, so that was, yeah. Then obviously got, eventually got my golf clubs and I felt, you know what? I honestly felt as though I could do really well around that golf course because as, as, Obviously, as tough as it is, it's it's such a it's just an iconic golf course. But I didn't feel as though it provided it presented any problems to me. Like I just felt as though with length, I didn't hit, need to hit a lot of drivers. Like one, the first hole is a three iron, three iron pitching wedge. Second hole, because they move it to a par four, is it, you've got to drive it down the middle. And if you don't, it's it's tough because the green is so small. Um, but there was a lot of irons off tees for me. One, three. Um, four, I think I, I in the first day I drove it the second day. Six is like a three wood five iron, 
um, seven's a par three, eight's like five iron, seven iron. And then you get into the meat of the golf course where you actually start hitting a few yeah. drivers. But um, I played, yeah, when I hold that bunker shot, I think I got to one under for the championship and I felt as I was in control of my game. And and then I just finished like a pillock. I just finished like an absolute <laughs> idiot. I dropped, oh, I dropped three, three on that back nine. I bogeyed 18 with a seven iron in my hand. Just took it over the corner and it's just like, it was just frustrating, you know? Yeah. You got some airtime when you made that bunker shot. I remember watching that. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Yeah, it was. So, it was. Uh, did you, what about the uh, chest bump with the caddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what is funny. If you go on Twitter and find that, you want to see some of the comments. It's just, we get absolutely roasted. <laughs> it's insane. These th- thousands of comments just like saying, oh, white, two white boys chest bumping or something. It's just like... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but it was a great week. Obviously, Paul was there, so it was nice to have people around me that um, I wanted there. And I got Paul. I think the other brother I got him. A, I said he was my psychologist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he got was, him. A, they got him a badge or a, a, one of the. Yeah. yeah, one of the. He was in the. Uh, he was in the play lounge every day, and yeah. you know what he's like. He was just fucking loving it. It was oh, awesome. He, was, he sent me a picture of uh, Rory was walking out, getting a, getting a, getting in his cab or his or whatever. He was not a cab, yeah. but Uber, and Paul was drinking a couple of Stellas, and he had like two in his hand. He was like, "Rory, you want a Stella?" And, <laughs> Rory looked at him like, 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 what are you, are you, what are you talking about? Like, but he, Rory's a cool guy. So he was pretty cool about it. According to Paul, he's like, ah, I can't drink one of those right now. I'll fall asleep. So like, get out of my face, dude. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. Who's caught you by the way, Paul? Oh, yeah. yeah. PGA 2 I'm PGA2 as a part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a good uh, week. It was, it was, it was, it was, uh, and then obviously we didn't manage to make the cut, so we made the best of that and um, went to a couple of parties. And so we got invited to this this just ridiculous house, the biggest house I've ever been in my life. Um, on the par five, fourteen, it's just stupid. And we went there and watched golf all day, and just 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 insane, just so surreal. What a week! Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's yeah, it was good. Hopefully it's not the last one. It's just the first, and hopefully That's we right. get back. First yeah. of many. First of many. That's right. Yeah, it was uh, it was incredible. Well, good man. I, I we we appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, Mikey, Mikey, Tom, you guys have anything else that you guys want to add here? I just, I just got to ask, who's your Premier League team? Liverpool fan, bud. I'm a Liverpool yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah, it was yours. Arsenal. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I would. I, I wouldn't. To be fair, I can't really say much after our season last year. So, <laughs> but we've got a couple of centre backs coming back, and hopefully, we make a few signings in this transfer window, and we can be contending again. But I don't. If if Man City sign Harry Kane, it's game over. Yeah. Yeah, I it's, saw that. Those rumors. It, that's if that's the case, it's 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 game over. Yeah. Well, I I can. I have nothing else, guys. You have anything else? No, that no. was uh, that was a lot of fun, Callum. Awesome. We uh, we appreciate you coming on and spend some time telling us some stories, making us laugh, and you know you got four uh, four guys going to be rooting hard for you the last few weeks. And if you Absolutely. need any, you know, parenting advice, don't call us. 
<laughs> yeah. We're, we're all parents and we have no fucking idea what we're doing. So, well, you know what? I, that's how I feel right now. So, it's, it, I'm just have to wing it like life. Just keep, just keep winging it. That's Amen. right. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. That's right. Well, good luck but, uh, to you this season and, and good luck to uh, you, your fiance, and your, your soon to be uh, baby. And, and hope everyone stays uh, ha- happy and healthy. Thank you, bud. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me yeah. on. And um, hopefully, we can get, well, you boys can get this podcast flying. And I'm going to speak to both of you boys and see if you'll come on. I really yeah, am. Do it. Do it. I love We'd it. Love. We'd love it. Yeah. It's a pleasure, you, I, man. Thanks so much. I honestly think he will. So, but thank you. I appreciate it. And it's been fun. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Gal. Best Gal. of luck the rest of the year. Finish strong. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.